Covering minute number eighty-eight, which goes from one minute and tw- sorry, which goes from one hour twenty-seven to one hour twenty-seven fifty-nine. Uh, in this minute, uh, Cameron <laughs> kind of gets a little bit angry about how close the race was. Uh, we're joined by Mr. Winklevoss, uh, the owner of the legal counsel that has been previously sought in the film. Uh, we are then joined by Mr. Kenwright. Um, who lets everybody know that Facebook is now in the United Kingdom at uh, Oxford, Cambridge, and he talks about how his daughter is majoring in French literature, um, and he makes he takes a little dig at the French, which I think is a wonderfully British thing to do, um, you know, like as if as if French literature is a thing that exists, um, and um, and then he leaves saying to the to the to the Winklevosses, take the bitter with the better, and then he walks away. Um, and, uh, you know, in the next minute, uh, we'll find out the res- results of Cameron's uh, brewing anger. But uh, that is where we finish this minute. And joining me to talk about it today is Alice Lawrence. Hello, Alice. Hey. Uh, first of all, there is one big mistake that I want to bring up uh, in this particular minute. Um, and that is the idea that somebody at an English university would be majoring in French literature. Yeah. Now, the French literature part, which is where the joke is made... Um, you know, as if that is such a, a thing that can be studied, um, you know, which is a wonderfully English joke. Um, it's nice that Aaron Sorkin got that right, but we do not major in anything over here. Um, and particularly if you are at uh, Oxford or Cambridge, you read. So she would be reading French literature. She would not be majoring in French literature. <laughs> and that is something that has bothered me for the last nine years. Um <laughs> So, so I feel like now is the time to put it correct. I'm sure if you look on IMDb under, you know, goofs, I'm sure someone has pointed it this out. It is there, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, it's just a thing that, like, it's weird as well because the actor who's playing Mr. Kenwright is delightfully English, so I don't know why he didn't say to somebody who was, you know, in charge of the script, you know, who like one of the script supervisors or something on set, we don't say major in, that's just not a thing that we do over here. Um, you either study if you're, you know, at most normal universities over here, or you read uh, if you were at Oxford or Cambridge, uh, or I think even uh, UCL they they read in a, you know economics or you know, um, so it's it's just kind of they got that wrong and it's something that's kind of been on, on my mind for many many years and now I have the forum in which I can I can say I am better than Aaron Sorkin because I knew that. Um, so you would say but, uh, what like what are you studying at Oxford or what are you reading for or how like what would you say then in general like Ox- oxford and oxford and cambridge are special because they're universities that have been around since the year 900 mm-hmm. um so they have slightly different terms they you don't study a ba you study an ab you don't study like a bsc you study an scb mm-hmm. like they all their stuff is completely backwards mm-hmm. uh, because they've been around for so long so if you're doing if so if you're if, if your subject at oxford is um well let's say a particularly popular one which is ppe which is um something politics and economics i can't remember what the first p is now mm-hmm. <laughs> um but let's say let's say economics is your subject. If you were at Oxford or Cambridge, you would say that you are reading in, in economics. That's that. If anyone asked what you, what your kind of subject was, you would say you're reading in economics. Uh, when J.R.R. Tolkien was there, he was reading in English. Uh, like that's 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 how you say your subject. You don't say majoring basically. Mm-hmm. And if you're normally at university over here, you know, um, when I went to university, 
I, I was studying music. I wasn't majoring in music. That wasn't my subject. Huh. So that's that's the way we say subjects over here. So it's <laughs> so it's kind of weird to hear you know someone who's English say majoring in French literature. Was he was he playing English in this movie? I'm trying to remember. If he was yeah, Mr. Ke- Mr. Kenwright is meant to be English. I mean, Kenwright is like such an That's English true. name as well. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, cause um, maybe if it was like playing an American, then Americans can be like, yeah, I don't know. My, you know, they don't know anything about England. So they're, they're just going to say, oh, yeah, my daughter's majoring in Majoring you know. in French. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, Mr. Kenwright, he's, uh, as he's introduced, he's introduced as the, 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 the dad of the host family, isn't he? He's like, this is the, this is who we're staying with. Right. Um, and it's Mr. Mr. Kenwright. That's right. Uh, which I, I mean, I feel he's only a couple of steps away from like being Cartwright or something, which is like a very English name. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so Mr. Kenwright kind of just walks in. He's, he's, you know, he's the, the head of the host family. Um, and of course, you know, he, he describes to us, uh, that he just had a phone chat with his daughter, which I love the fact that he says phone chat as well, instead of like phone call. It's such a weirdly thing. And then he says, you know, uh, she told me that she and her friends are already talking about the race, which they've seen via their computers, uh, a new website called Facebook. Do you have this in America? And I love how there's like a slight pause and everyone is like, you know, like, do they think that Tyler's going to, like, punch Mr. Kenwright over mentioning the words Facebook? And I like how Mr. Winklevoss leaves the scene by being like, I'm going to go find your mother. Because <laughs> he, he clearly knows. He knows what's been going on with Facebook because, obviously, they've used his in-house counsel and all that kind of... So it's, it's really funny that he just kind of... He's like, oh, you know, like, I'm getting out of here before something happens. And, of course, Kenwright picks up on it. He's like, have I said something wrong? Um, and, of course, Divya is like, your daughter doesn't go to school in the States. And then they kind of narrow it down that, obviously, she's at Cambridge. Um, and I, I love that he he kind of misreads the whole thing. Because when he says majoring in French literature, and he goes, though, I wasn't aware there was such a thing. And I love his kind of, like, he's taking a dig at the French. Like, is there such a thing as French literature? Did yeah. they, you know, like, that's, that's, and I love that he's doing that while... Tyler is then like, you know, they've got it of Cambridge. And of course, Ken Wright's like, yes, and apparently, you know, Oxford and the London School of Economics as well, you know. And it's like, Diffie's like, that's awesome. <laughs> of course, he just leaves by saying, you know, take the better with the better. And I just love how kind of polite and everything he is um, about the whole kind of thing. Um, and I don't know, I just love, I love kind of Ken Wright because he just kind of blunders in, uh, goes on about French literature, blunders off, and that's his entire role. But uh, I like how this is how they find out about it. Um, yeah. Also, I it's really weird because I don't know that in 2004, Facebook really had like uh, like video capability. Yeah. So I, th- I think maybe what they're trying to say is that they've kind of chatted about it via Facebook. So maybe that's like one of them has posted a thing saying, oh, yeah, you know, this person, you know, this team lost this race and somebody else has commented, oh, which race was it? And like, maybe that's what he's talking about, but... It seems to suggest that yeah, they Yeah, what did like we have? Was it on like E-bombs world? And then they talked about because because <laughs> they're not and because they're also not chatting across, you know, the the lines. Like it would just be, you know, the Cambridge community. I would assume just the Oxford community, just this community. So I don't know. It's not like they're talking to people at Harvard, you know, over the. I don't know. That's really bizarre. Yeah, I I mean I guess it's just a way to get. The idea that Facebook is yeah, now worldwide, cool. kind of, yeah. yeah. 
in, in into the no no but obviously in the previous few minutes um uh, you know Sean Parker had promised them you know like if they get into 100 schools that he'll put them on two continents and obviously this is the second continent that he's going for um yeah uh, and i think it's weird because um uh, YouTube didn't exist at this time as well. That, you know, if we're putting ourselves in the right, perspective of what's going on in yeah. 2004, uh, YouTube did not exist until February 14th, 2005. Um, wow. And, the re- and here's the weirdest thing. This connects, this connects to the film. The reason for YouTube existing is because one of the three creators of YouTube uh, was looking for footage of Janet Jackson's Super Bowl performance in 2004, uh-huh. uh, which obviously also featured Justin Timberlake and uh, obviously the well-known wardrobe malfunction uh, a cause you know caused by Justin Timberlake um so it's kind of interesting that like that's why that's why YouTube exists is because one of the guys couldn't find good footage of that performance and that's why he kind of you know created it um you know and and he kind of made a a kind of a you know, online video sharing kind of you know platform and that this is this is how I knew that obviously uh, you know, Facebook didn't have any video kind of stuff because YouTube didn't exist until 2005. So almost, you know, six or seven months after this was when YouTube would come around. Um, so, you know, like, it, it, like there's no way that they saw video of it on Facebook. So I guess it's just like a conversation that they've had online. But obviously, um, international phone calls in 2004, probably very, very, very expensive. Whereas like typing stuff on the Internet, a lot cheaper. Yeah, yeah, it's a dramatic tool. I feel like, okay, this is going to be... Okay, this is going to be kind of off topic, so keep this in here, or don't keep this in here, but it it sparked from when you were saying about the Janet Jackson, you know, mishap Super Bowl thing. How much of our American news and and things do you get over there? Because it's just, like, it's it's so fascinating to me that I don't know, you know, I, I know little tiny, you know, Boris Johnson. I don't know what that is. I don't know this Brexit, whatever. I have no idea. But like you guys know everything about us. You know, like our, our Super Bowl news, our celebrities. Our, I probably wasn't even allowed to say Super Bowl because I don't want anyone to say Super Bowl. And I've said it 80 times. But like <laughs> this podcast is about to get sued because I said Super Bowl. Oops. Um, but you know, you, you you guys know every you know every entertainment thing, every political thing you know about us, and I, I'm just I'm just it just kind of sparked in me when you were talking about you know the whole Janet Jackson thing that happened. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, Super Bowl is like one of the most watched events of every year, so you know yeah. that's that's fairly well known. Like the Super Bowl performances themselves are fairly well known as well. Mm-hmm. Um, having done a Prince podcast, I know very much about you know the Prince Super Bowl performance, which obviously each year they have a. I don't know why they bother these days, but they try and re-rank all the you know who had the best Super Bowl performance, and it's always Prince at number one. So, <laughs> so uh, there's yeah. there's no point rerunning that poll every single year because I don't think mm-hmm. you know that all of a sudden Maroon Five is going to beat it. Um, but yeah. yeah, so I don't know. Just like American culture, obviously, is you know that's one of the big exports of America. You know, at this particular moment yeah. in time. I don't know your celebrities. You know, I'm trying to watch Love Island and all these things, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. 
your people. <laughs> I think I think the thing is you kind of do because Spider-Man at the moment is British. Doctor Strange is British. <laughs> we do have some British people that come. Yeah, people yeah. when they come over. Yeah, like yeah. you know, there's a lot of actors that are British that you know people didn't realize were British because they did such good American accents. So. Andrew Garfield. I mean, yeah, that's insane. there you go. American <laughs> got he's he's in this film and he's British. So you know, pl- yeah. plain of course a Brazilian uh, makes complete sense. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's just you know, kind of American culture is one of the things that you know they export. Also, you know, uh, the election of Boris Johnson took all of three weeks. You know, the election of the American president takes three years. So of course, everybody ends up knowing about the American president because it's such a long, drawn out process. <laughs> Whereas, you know, other countries hold elections and people are gone within the space of days, and then a news person is elected straight away. Like it's. Uh, we don't spend months and years trying to elect the next leader of any, of most of these countries. Um, you know, I'm sure once Angela Merkel goes, it will literally she will finish on a Friday and somebody else will be elected and then they'll take over on the Monday. It's not it's not going to take like months and months and months for somebody to kind of take over from her role. Um, unless you're in Belgium, where I think for something like 17 months uh, earlier this, this millennium, uh, they had no government at all. Uh, because they couldn't because they have like a a system whereby uh, it's similar to Germany where they 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 have like they always have to form a kind of coalition because it's done on proportional representation and they just could not get a government put together for 17 months and I bet you didn't even realize that that was a thing that happened (laughs) that Belgium had no government um, for like for the like whole a year world, and, a half. and we're so America centric, yeah. Yeah, uh, there was a point. There was a point where one region of Belgium, which I think is uh, the Walloon region of Belgium, was was thinking of splitting away from the country due to the fact that they had no government, um, and it was only by somebody kind of negotiating with some parties that they eventually managed to figure it out and get themselves a government put back together. Um, but yeah, so like you know, normally elections in Europe or whatever they they only take a few weeks and. That's it. You know, the elections happen quickly, whereas America, it takes forever. So everybody kind of knows who all the candidates are and who's running. And, you know, most kind of big kind of corporations, most film studios, they're American. So obviously, you know, you end up knowing more about American films than you would British films. Um, You know, although obviously we've got so many British actors, you know, even let's say a recent film, Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, that ha- yeah. that has three British actors at the top of it, <laughs> you know. Um, outside of The Rock, you've got Jason Statham and uh, uh, I can't remember who plays his sister now. Um, and obviously um, uh, Helen Mirren. They're all British, you know. Like yeah. half the cast is British, the other half is Samoan. Uh, apart from The Rock, who is Canadian, um, although very few people seem to oh. understand that he's half he's half Canadian, half Samoan. Um, yeah. you know, but obviously he, he's been American for a number of years. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess it's just, you know, we, we know your culture because everyone has to know your culture because it's kind of, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you, you can't avoid yeah. it. Yeah. Like, you know, just even like, like the fascination of, I know it's even more off topic, but like, you know, Britney Spears, Rihanna go, you know, go over to, you know, maybe countries that don't speak English and people love their their music and they I mean my 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 parents are from Russia and they you know still grew up listening to the Beatles had no idea what they were saying <laughs> but still you know love the Beatles and so I think that's fascinating yeah well the thing is as well is um you know obviously the, the when when Paul McCartney like played in like Moscow for the first time yeah um you had people who basically had been listening to the Beatles for like 30 years but due to you know and being the Soviet the Soviet Union 
he hadn't been able to tour there, but he said when he got there, everyone was singing along to all of his songs, but literally nobody understood what they were singing because they they heard his songs so many times, they just know the rhythm yeah. of them, and so they're singing the words kind of like phonetically, and you know he's just there yeah. kind of playing to this audience. Kind of like how sometimes I'll sing, you know, the the Spanish hip hop whatever kind of things that come in here. You know, you pretend you pretend you know Despacito. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Despacito might also actually be bringing this back around the most viewed video on YouTube of all time. <laughs> so, <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Um, but before we get to Mr. Kenwright, we get to meet Mr. Winklevoss. Um, obviously, Cameron has his little kind of breakdown where he's like, you know, so excruciatingly brutal, brutally close. Brut- he keeps restating it over and over again. And Divya has to calm him down by saying, Cam, the guy's the prince of a country the size of Nan took it. Relax, it's fine. <laughs> Which I, I like that as a bit of shade mm-hmm. thrown towards Monaco, uh, as if the guy isn't worth mm-hmm. like a billion dollars. Um, and of course, this is where Mr. Winklevoss enters um, and he acknowledges the boys. And then he says, you know, Divya. Um, and then, of course, he says it was a tough beat. Uh, and Cameron goes to apologize, you know, once again. Sorry, you flew all the way. And of course, Mr. Winklevoss says, no, don't apologize for losing a race like that. You know, don't apologize to anyone for losing a race like that. You know, like and I think that's a good point. You know, like if if you've gone out there and yeah. done your best, you know, don't don't feel like you've let your dad down just because you came in second place. You know, you were only two thirds of a boat length behind, you know, like you were as close as it can possibly get, you know, so, you, you know, don't, and I, I think it's a nice moment, you know, Mr. Winklevoss is basically saying, look, I'm not disappointed in you, you know, you did your best, you came in second, doesn't matter, you know, like, don't, don't apologize for it. Uh, and I think, yeah, a, a, a surprising kind of, you know, thinking that you'd want, you'd have like the strict Harvard dad, but no, a surprising, you know, nice, good, good dad, that's not too pushy. And we don't meet mom, do we? I don't think we see mom. No, we don't. She, he goes together. We don't get we don't get to see the mom. Um, yeah. Also, I like the fact that basically he's kind of acknowledging, you know, these boys have spent like, I'm going to guess about like 18 years kind of, you know, rowing in everything for years and years mm-hmm. and years, getting up super early, rowing all the time. You know, they've they've at this point, they're basically graduating from Harvard, I'm assuming with, you know, fairly good degrees. Um, you know, they've had like a 4.0 GPA, you know, they've they're not like slackers or anything. So the fact that they lose a race, a close race like this, you know, of course he's going to say, don't worry about it. Like, you know, you don't need to apologize for doing your best and just coming in second place. You know, if you've done your best, you can't complain. That's it, you know. So it's nice just to see that little moment. Of course, this is also the guy who's enabled them by having his, his um, legal counsel write letters on their behalf. So, you know, he, he's not all good, but I, I still like this moment between him and, and the boys because it's like, you know, he's acknowledging they did their best. And of course, once Facebook is mentioned, he exits very quickly. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the last we see of Mr. Winklevoss in the film. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Kenwright comes along and kind of ruins the boys' dreams. Um, because, you know, they were okay just fighting Mark in America. Um, but now that Facebook has gone international, uh, obviously this is where they kind of, you know, their anger is going to boil over. Um, which is something obviously we'll see in the next minute, which will be the final minute with the Winklevoss twins. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so is there anything else that needs to be said about this minute, Alice? No, I think I think we're pretty good for this minute. Okay, well then I will ask you, um, <laughs> what are your views on other David Fincher films? Obviously, I spoke with you about uh, yeah. the film Seven previously, <laughs> but I don't yeah. know, have you seen any of these other films other than uh, this and Seven? Yeah, so that one, um, you know, I, I, I know it's not obviously David Fincher, it's the book, but when I read Gone Girl, I really want to see Gone Girls. So I do have to see that soon um but i've seen fight club i'm surprised the curious case of benjamin button i did see that 
I, I didn't even realize that was him. That's really surprising. Um, I mean, you should have guessed with all the digital stuff with Brad Pitt, given all the stuff that he right. does in this film with the twins. True, you know, true. He, yeah. He's obviously a big fan of digitally doing things, basically, like using special effects and everything. Yeah. I'm, I mean, Fight Club is super interesting. Um, super gritty, of course. Um, Benjamin Button, I mean, that was just... I don't know if I remember, you know, too much. I mean, I know, I, I think of it as a very epic kind of movie, though, um, in the way the story is laid out. Um, so, yeah, so that was grittier. Yeah, this, I mean, this movie, there was no blood. <laughs> no no scary twists. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I was going to say, it's so. one of the few films, I think, where nobody dies in a David Fincher film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, by the end of it, I think everybody's still alive by the time we get to the the lawsuit. I mean, I don't know, maybe some of the lawyers. Um, I, I don't know, I don't know I, but yeah. none of the none of the major players are, are, are dead. All that's killed is our privacy. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like we should go to plugs. Uh, is there anything that you wish to plug, yeah. Alice? Well, I will plug my my Facebook again. So, Alice Lauren, and then my. Twitter is Alimesh, A-L-I-M-E-Z-H, and you can kind of check out all the all the podcasts that I'll, I'll share as I've been guesting on them sporadically. So, And you can find us on MySpace at MySpace.com slash The Social Minute or on Twitter at Social underscore Minute or on Facebook at The Social Minute Podcast. Thanks for welcoming my guest here today, Alice. Yes, thanks. And otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow. We're gonna chase those crazy Chase those Chase those crazy bullets out of the yard. Here comes the con man coming with his con plan. We won't take no pride. We've got to stay alive. We're gonna chase those crazy. Chase those.